Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. Today we have on Mr. Ronald Boo Davis. Today he's going to talk about his um, life skills, his mentoring skills. Um, he also was a pro ball player, excuse me, as well. So we're going to discuss um, different topics with him, um, his journey. And again, this is just for motivation so people can see it from other people's perspective and maybe feel a little oomph in themselves to want to do something a little different. So we'll just wait until he joins. And I hope everyone has a great Sunday today. Um, it started a little rough for me today because our lights was out for seems like forever since last night so that was a bummer um thank god it came back on around maybe 12 ish today um so thank goodness for that so we're just going to wait until he comes on what are you guys cooking today for sunday y'all cooking anything good i'm not telling y'all what we had we had we had little caesars Hey there, how you doing? I'm fine, how are you? Doing great, thanks for asking. Okay, so I was just giving them a little insight that we just wanted to speak about, um, you know, your mentoring skills, your journey, what got you with that? You know, just to give us a little history and motivation, and motivation for our younger generation. So we'll go ahead with you. Can I call you okay. Boo or Ron? Which one would you prefer? Either one you're comfortable with. All my friends call me both, so it's, it's all good. Okay. okay. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us a little about yourself. All right. So, yeah, my name is Ronald Boo Davis. Uh, I got the name nickname Boo from my cousin. Uh, so I come from Chicago. Come from Chicago. Okay. Grew up in a really <laughs> neighborhood. And uh, you know how it is coming from the ghetto, man. You just uh, every little piece of hope, like you try to hold on to that hope. And so I just want to be somebody one day. And um, I never got you know, distracted from my, my dream. And my dream was to be, just be somebody, whether it was sports, whether it was entertaining, whatever it was, I just wanted to be somebody. So I just kept in mind that um, I had my younger, younger siblings who's always looked up to me. And uh, with them looking up to me, they put more pressure on me to, you know, always do the right thing. And so just coming from nothing and watching my mother and my grandmother, you know, struggle and work every day, I just want to make them proud. So I just right. want to make them play. Right. So I ended up graduating from high school, playing ball, playing sports. I played every sport and uh, got to college, graduated from college. So I was like the first one in my neighborhood to graduate from college and go on to play like a professional sport. So that was real big. Oh, wow. So um, I know you mentioned you're from Chicago. So was it? You know how it is now. They're trying to say it's like so bad. Was it as bad then when you were growing up on the gangs, the violence, all that stuff? Chicago? Yeah, Chicago has always been bad. It was just more structured then because you had the OGs, what we call them. You had those. They was making, you know, making us go to school instead of like hanging out. Like especially like the kids that they mm -hmm. saw potential and seeing that they was on the right track. They didn't mess with us. Like, we was allowed. We got that pass. We was athletes. We got that pass. And, uh, you know, they allowed us to be us. Now, you did have some that got distracted and tried to veer off into that, that avenue, but that was never my case. I was just, I just used common sense. Like, I was cool with all the gangs. My family was in the gang, so I didn't have to be in the gang. 
Cause I'm sure everybody. But being in Chicago, man, it's gang, it's gangs on every corner. So you affiliated or associated somehow, some way. Wow. So, so with so with that being said, like you said, you were affiliated in some way, but they didn't force you to be in the game. So they they no, forced you to go to school and better yourself because that's something you wanted to be from a little kid. Yeah, because I mean, like they, like I said, they seen the path that I was. I was never like trying to gang bang and be tough and out there hanging on the corner. Of course, I'm hanging with my friends, and that's what they did. But even my friends, when something is about to go down, they'd be like, "Hey, man, you need to, you know, you need to go and go to the crib or go to the park or go do something else because you know it's about to go down." So, no, nah, it was always, it was always kept me on the right track. So I appreciate my hood for that. Wow. So that's, that's seeing it different from a different perspective because, you know, a lot of us don't hear that side of the story that you always think the gangbangers and they're going to, uh, what, what do they call it when they try to fight you with? I can't even say like, you have to be the game. Yeah, yeah uh, it's kind of like how to, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. No, that was never the case. Because like I said, my family, all my family gangbang and they did that. So everybody knew me already, but they just know that I was always into sports, and so I didn't even have to take that path. I could just, I could, you know, I just focused on me and focused on my goal and my dreams. What kind of sports um, are you, uh, or, or did you start out doing? I know you mentioned all of them. So, Which one are you best at? So I started, I started out. Baseball is my my first love. Started out playing baseball, and then you know I grew up right across the street from the park. So growing up right across the street from the park. I'm there every day, so they just taught us how to play everything. So I played baseball, football, floor hockey, water polo. I was a lifeguard. Uh, man, we did everything. Tumbling, wrestling, track, track and field. We did everything. Oh, wow. That's good. So you, didn't just, you didn't just do one thing. You had your hands in all kind of baskets. Yeah, I was, I was, like, I was literally out the house like all day. But my grandmother, because I live with my grandmother, my mother, she was always working to see how my younger siblings. So, and plus she moved out south. I, I wanted to stay on the west side with my grandmother. So, yeah, I was just always be at the park. I was always at the park. Just okay. Sports, yeah. So, so once you graduated from high school, um, did you have any trial tribulations, or did you go off to to college? Did you go? Overseas somewhere, like what, what, what uh, drove you to do, you know, to, to move on from Chicago? Yeah, so after, I mean, after high school, yeah, I graduated from high school, went to a junior college down in Southern Illinois. Um, that was cool. Um, just gonna, I just want to be away from the hood. Like I seen that, I lived that, I lived in it. I just want to be away. That my family, you know, my family can come somewhere and you know visit me. As opposed right. to staying out right. and being, a, getting into whatever you know we can get into. So I just want to be away. Yeah. My family can come see me uh, playing basketball, come to some games, travel, and do things like that. I always want to travel, so that was one of the things I uh, just want to do. So did you play basketball? Was it in the state, or were you overseas with the, the, the so, basketball? So, so all right. So, bam! I played basketball high school, graduated. Went to junior college, played basketball. Then I earned a scholarship to play basketball at Division One, which is uh, UW Milwaukee. So graduated from UW Milwaukee. Then my first job was in Israel, playing professional basketball in Israel. Yeah. So after Israel, I left Israel that summer, came back, 
I played in the NBA Summer League with the Chicago Bulls and the Atlanta Pacers. So I played NBA Summer League, and then that was cool. That lasted for the summer. And then I went back to Italy. I went to Italy for four years. After I left Italy, I went somewhere everywhere after that. So I ended up playing professionally for two seasons. Well, that's very, very well, I've seen all your jerseys. Yeah. It's like a woo. I no, that was, that was an awesome. <laughs> like that was that was one of the best experiences I could ever like even dreamed of. Like being in some of these countries, speaking some of these languages, living like, you know, trying to adjust to their culture and Eating their food and seeing how they live, like it was very humbling. Well, that's that's a little boot, you know, someone that feel like they're in the hood and they're stuck and can't get out. What would you tell them? I would say try your best to stay focused. Like I know it's so easy with so many distractions and so many obstacles. Just don't lose sight of who you are. Like, stay true to yourself. That's what I did. I just stayed true to myself. I didn't let no one distract me and get away from my dream. Like, I just wanted to be somebody. Like I said, I didn't know what it was going to be. I just wanted to be somebody. So I just kept straight, man. I didn't try to veer off and be nothing that I wasn't. And I'm still that way today. Like, I'm very humble. I'm very, like, I, I'm a genuine, loving person. I really care about the youth. So I just want to stay keep my mind focused on my path and my journey and right. all the people that, you know, all the people that was along with the ride, you know, I, I appreciate them a lot. Well, it sounds like you, you know, you had a, you had a heck of a journey and an amazing one at that. So that's awesome. Yeah. I see some on your shirt. Is that, do you have like a clothing line? Do you do anything? What's, what's on so the shirt? So this is my, this is my coach. So I'm an assistant coach at um, high school, uh, boys varsity. It's cool. It's Winfield, but I also do have a clothing line, and I do have a um, comprehensive sports company. So the clothing line is Fame, P H A M E, which stands for performance, performance, health, and motivation every day. So I try to live by those things. I try to perform. Of course, our health is very important, and motivate. I'm all about motivating these kids, these younger generations, even adults. Like I'm just, I love motivating. That's my purpose. That's what I do. And, and I love it. So, so what made you decide to get into the, the mentoring um, side of it? Is it because of, you know, the, how you grew up in Chicago and, and how you know some yeah. kids are not fortunate enough? So, to be quite honest, it started with my sibling, my younger sibling. Like I said, I'm the oldest of seven kids between my mother and father. And so, just having them looking up to me and always trying to follow up. I just know I had to do the right things all the time. And then that led to just seeing some of the kids, how we grew up with, you know, less unfortunate, not privileged at all, had to grind for everything. And I didn't really have, of course, we had older guys that's pushing us, but we didn't have really guys like professional guys to come back to the neighborhood and talk to us and give back. So that was my whole thing, like turning pro. Like I always wanted to come back and give back and try to help out any way I could, and inspiring kids, that was, it just happened to be my journey. That's awesome. That's, I can 
to make your younger siblings feel to know that their big brother is playing with the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls. Like, how did it make them feel? Oh, was, how did it make you was, feel to make it for them? I was going to say, of course, they was proud. Of course, my family was happy. You know, anytime you're associated in the NBA, whether you got your whole foot in the door or you're just at the door, anytime you're associated with the NBA, it's a dream come true. And then playing against some of the guys that I seen on TV, that we see on TV, that was like, whoa, as I'm really here, like I'm just a kid from the west side of Chicago that come from not much. And getting to travel and see some of these coaches and some of these people and being in that atmosphere, that was like, man, a dream come true. Like I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> look, my sister said, you didn't tell them that you were born in Chicago. I was born in Chicago, but we moved when I was, I was a baby. So. Yeah, but, born and raised. I sound always born and raised. Okay, so look, we might be cousins. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what school did you attend? <laughs> so I went to Marshall. I went you to said uh, Marshall. You said Marshall? Yeah, Marshall. You say you went to West. <laughs> yeah, I went to Marshall and those. Okay, okay. So it's it's, 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 so, uh, so it started back after like constantly retiring back in 2016. Uh, retired, but I was still doing mentoring even when I was playing professional. Like I was go over, no matter what country I was in, I would go to like the juvenile detention center. I would go to orphanages. I would go to wherever they was holding hosting basketball camps and just talk to the kids and them like just like one thing about the kid, you can't play no kid like they know it when he's genuine. They know when you're speaking genuinely. And then I just shared my story with them. They felt it. You know, they, I inspired them. And then just seeing how I inspired those kids early on, I'm like, maybe I, you know, maybe I got a future in this. Maybe I, this is what I'm meant to do. And so just speaking to God, he guided me in the right direction to lead these kids and inspire these kids and motivate and push them. And so I love doing it. That's what I do. Well, that's amazing. And I applaud you for that for even taking the time out of your busy schedule to, you know, to, to mentor the children, to give them hopes and dreams, because a lot of them do not have it. But take individuals Yeah, no, like that's, you, that's the whole you know. thing, especially, like, I work at one of these, um, it's an at-risk youth um, thing, and it's just, man, these kids are, like, the behavior-wise, all of them have behavior backgrounds, so they some of the worst of the worst. And um, just listen to them. Like, what they like most is, Take us taking our time out of our schedule and listen to them. Like some of them don't even, you know, they don't want to be game banging and they don't want to be, but they are product of their environment. That's all they know. That's all they're around. So when they listen to me and I'm sharing my story about basketball and coming from nothing and oh man, they like they drawn in, and they want to make a change. But I mean, it's it's, it's funny because some of them gonna change and then some of them just not. It's just that's what they used to. They can't get out. And so it's, it's a sad situation, but my job is to just continue to get them hope. Even when they're not believing in themselves, I'm going to give you hope anyways. Right, right. And that's what I wanted people to get out of this 
um, you know, this discussion, this interview um, yeah. with you is just to motivate our younger generation. Like right now, we need that. What are your thoughts on everything that's going on right now? From Corona, Man, between from, the, between the from corona, the protests. Between the riots, between everything. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, but I think with this time, it was important for us to tune in with ourselves, tune in with our loved ones, tune in with, you know, the people that surround him, uh, try to, so I'm real big on, before I was kind of a quiet guy staying to myself, but now I'm real big on networking and meeting new people and just talking and conversating and things of that nature. And, and that's the truth, and that's what I, I say when I go live on Let's Sip and Talk with Freeman. Like you said, it's just talking and discussions and sharing knowledge, yeah. you know, because yeah, what you exactly. went through, somebody might be going through, you know. So. I'm all, that's, that's the thing, like, no matter what we go through, somebody's always going through something worse, or no matter what we have, somebody got less. And so that'd be my message to you. Like, don't look at what you have. Like, look at the bigger picture or where you're headed. Look where you're exactly. going. Exactly. My training company that I started, I basically started that with my kids, just getting them outside. You know, they was in the house playing video games. And I'm like, nah, we got to go outside and do, we got to be, you know, we got to work out. We got to do some stuff. So I turned that into a mentoring, education, and training service. So that's been okay. going, that's been doing. Have you ever thought about doing that online? I did a couple of Zoom sessions. Uh, what, it, what the Zoom session looked like. We probably work out for like 15, 20 minutes of ball handling and just have a conversation and working out. They showing me their skills and I'm showing them different new skills. And yeah, we do do Zoom sessions from time to time. Okay, so I'm gonna have to link up with you. Okay. I love like meeting new kids and hearing their story and see what they're trying to do in life and help right. them try to figure it out. Yeah, that's what it's about. So what, what's the information for your clothing line? So right now, so I'll tell you a little bit about the clothing line. So the, when I first started Fame, uh, it was like 2012. So it was spelled F-A-M-E, like the regular Fame. But I was like, uh, I want to change it because a lot of people was using the regular Fame. And I want to change it. I want to be different. So I came with the P-H. A-M-E, and that's when I added the performance, health, and motivation every day, which is something we need all need to live by every day. Whether you work in any job, whether you need at school, you need to perform, you need to worry about your health. So it pertains to your everyday life. And so I did have a website for that. The website is down because I'm rebranding everything. So right now I just have Instagram, which is Fame Creation. Um, actually, no, it's Fame Brand. So it's P-H-A-M-E underscore brand you can find me there and then my basketball academy is fame basketball p-h-a-m-e basketball so i'm uploading all the videos of me with the kids different conversations different workouts um yeah it's, it's a pretty fun thing i got going on right now well that's awesome again i know i already said this but i can't say it enough it's inspirational to hear you know uh, someone share 
their story and also Keep it moving. Keep inspiring one another. That's what it's about. Right. We are young generation. They need us. They need all of us role models to step up. I know some of us may not be comfortable with, you know, sharing our story or whatever, but what's the sense of having knowledge and not share it? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. This time we just spoke about Friday night. What's the use of having the knowledge and not sharing it? Yeah, because, I mean, most of us come from the same background. Like, most of the ball players I play with, most come from the ghetto, most come from not having much, most come from a single family home, a broken, you know, a broken home. So it's like, man, that hope, that faith, that's why, like, I go by faith. Like, faith is very strong. Hope is very strong. You might not have, you could take everything from me, but you're not going to never take my hope, my joy, my faith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my sister says, nothing wrong with sharing that hope. You know, giving the kids hope, even giving adults hope. You know, so. No, I was going to say, even adults, because I work with adults clients too, as when I'm mentoring, uh, when I'm doing a life skills mentor. So we work with adults too, and it's like some of them are like worse than the kids. So giving them hope is a big, great, big thing too. Just having conversation with them, because most of it, most, it's mostly like they don't have anybody to talk to. They don't have anybody to share their dreams or help even push them to understand their dreams. So, that's why I stepped in there. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's, that's so awesome. Um, you know, you hear the mentorship for the children rarely. So you rock. That, that, that's, good. that's good stuff. Yeah, because I mean, you know, Dr. Chicago, I'm just doing it with the kids. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely um, send your information over because, you know, I know some people can Instagram. I don't really use Snapchat and all that like that, but Facebook, Instagram, I'm always responding. I'm replying to every message when I can. And yeah, I'm just here, man. Whenever you need, whoever need help or to have a conversation about anything, I'm here. At least I'm all ears. <laughs> That's good. That's amazing. I appreciate it. And I thank you so much. I don't want to take up your whole Sunday, but I thank you so much for coming on and sharing this. This was amazing just to know, like you said, where you're coming from, where you've been, where you're going, and just sharing that with others so they can feel that they can tell themselves something and it can relate to you you know you you don't yeah. vote you you let them feel that you're related you came from where they came from and that's amazing no, exactly. that's very amazing. no i just I, I give a lot of thanks to the people that helped raise me which was mostly women and then um my my hood my neighborhood man they molded me into a survivor like Sorry about that. It's always the type of interruption. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, I thank you. This is something. This is something great to have going on so thanks for having me i appreciate it if i need to come back on just let me know i'm pretty sure i have some more things going so just let me know yeah i'm here 
Well, thank you so much. It was an honor, and I appreciate you as well. Shout out to Alan. We appreciate you. And um, don't My forget boy, to send me your information in the inbox. Okay, I will. I'll do it right now. All right. Thank you, and you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Be amazing. Be the great person you are. Until next time, we'll definitely do this All again. Right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, he's giving back. You know, a lot of people make it and they don't come back to the hood, as we say. They don't come back to where they come from to, to mentor the kids, to give back to them, to give them hope. You know, like you heard yourself, he came from nothing and he he came out saying, I want to do something with my life. I want to be someone. I don't want to sit around and just gangbang or what have you. He's seen it. He was close to it, but he didn't do it. You know, we just have to continue to motivate. And I think I say this probably every time. We have to continue to motivate our younger generation. We got to continue to give them hope, people. If we don't support them and stand by them and, and motivate them, they're going to fall to the streets. And then it's going to be nothing else we can do about it. So we have to start now. I've been having these young gentlemen come on, older gentlemen, what have you, people that was pro ball, former, it doesn't matter. If they did it, our children can do it, y'all. We have to support them. And again, don't have them scared to travel. He was in Israel. And he said in plenty of other countries that we probably never even thought we'll get to. And we I, have to motivate our children. Another thing that I always see is when it comes to finances, that's when mm. a lot of parents back off. But there's always a way around it. Let me say this. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but April is. shared something with me, and it bothered me to my soul. She works in financial aid, if you don't mind me saying it. You know, you know, she, she helps children get into college, give them the avenues they need to take to get where they need. And you know what? She reached a lot of parents that don't sign those loan papers. Am I right? They were 